Hello, welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast. My name is Adam. Whose name is Charlie? That's a beautiful question, Adam. <laughs> We're members of the band Wildcats, an improv comedy band that releases an improvised concept album on the first of every month. We also do this podcast, which normally is an ongoing improvised musical, but you wouldn't know it by this episode, would you, Charlie? You would not. There's not even a tune to be heard. Yeah, it's just going to be us talking because uh, we already did Wildcats. And was it the big wow last week? The big wow was last week. And, you know, when you open, when your jaw drops that far, you need a little time to rest. So true. So true. You know what, Charlie? Let's listen to a theme song and then really dig into that. Put your headphones on and get grooving and let your body go. Get moving, get your feet up off the ground. the year of the pig you're here listening to wildcats <laughs> on the podcast and i'm your host charlie here with your friend and mine the wildcats man Adam. <laughs> hey everyone it's me wildcats man you're the pig huh yeah you're the pig how about that okay that's rad it's pretty rad uh i know you you won't believe this adam but uh it's also like a yin earth year of the pig, and there hasn't been one of those since 1959. Oh my gosh. I want to say that that's such a good fact we just told the listeners. We can so far mark this episode one point Wildcats in the podcast, zero points listeners. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, so, Adam. Yeah, my man. You've been telling me a lot of things recently. It's just <laughs> going in one ear right out the other. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, I think we should just start up top by saying there is no segment that we have planned that we are beating around the bush to get to right now. We have nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt so bad. I uh, Spoiler alert, and maybe this will occur... Uh, the next time we get a break yeah, between hype it up. Why episodes not? of the podcast, uh, Mitch Spencer and I came up with like a podcast pitch that was going to be perfect for one of these episodes, and we were like, "Yes, oh, next week it's one of those episode weeks. Let's do superhero chat," which was going to be me, uh, as Mitch described it. It's a mix of Mitch, uh, full fledged whole hog. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe fanboy. You're the pig, me, whole hog. <laughs> me, whole hog, guy who's read uh, basically every X-Men comic book there is. And C, whole hog, our friend Spen. I was going to say half chicken. Because that's oh, a common menu item is a half chicken. That's That's really cool. I almost got a half chicken for dinner tonight. I got a half chicken for lunch today. Wow. Look at us. It was at Nando's. Two, two ships passing in the night. <laughs> Almost, and yes, getting half chickens. <laughs> For different meals. 
Continue, though. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, but this superhero chat was this really cool idea we had, and I don't know what happened to me. I think maybe we came up with this plan, like, too, maybe too early, but it got to today, and, like, late today, like, when I finished work today at 6 uh, Pacific time, and I was just like, oh, we didn't do that episode yet. We were supposed to do that episode. We haven't even talked about recording an episode for this week. I'm but, I'm glad that I didn't know that you guys had come up with that idea, or else I would have been pretty annoyed that you guys didn't do it. But like, I didn't have any time to be like, cool, I've got like a week off from the podcast for the first time. Like, that's awesome that yeah. like Charlie, Mitch, and Spencer are like having some initiative and like we want to do a podcast episode theme and doing it. Like I would have loved that. I would have been because I have like a busy night tonight. I just came home to do this and I'm going out again to the airport right after this. Oh damn! Picking someone up. That's uh, my that's my heart out. That's really cool though. Um, I'm fascinated by airplanes. No and way. The people within them. Oh, so you're sort of like a. You're like a fan of the pilot? Fan of the pilot? And a <laughs> damn ne'er-do-well uh, to my core, whole hog. <laughs> uh, yeah, fans of airports, such ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> When's the last that... time you did well? Ne'er? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Maybe I did pretty well Friday. Oh, wow. I did some good work Saturday. Is uh, doing well measured in in just... I like the idea of, like, never look at it any smaller than a day. <laughs> like, did you do well that day? Friday, yeah. did you do well? I don't care. I'm not asking if about, like, the uh, two hours you did bad and the two hours you did good. Just the day. Well, yeah, it's, it's good to think about your week in terms of days and <laughs> the days that you won. Oh, my God. Uh, Wildcats so, in the agree. podcast, I'm up on Friday and on Saturday. The listeners are down... Uh, but unfortunately, the listeners might be able to pull today over on me. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Adam? When was the last time you did well? Did well. I did my last time. I did well. Um, man, I didn't really. I'd really have to look at a calendar to remember what Damn. I did the last few days. Oh uh, well, yesterday was Sunday, September eighth, as of recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that help calendar-wise? Uh, yeah, that does help. And so before that would have been Saturday, huh? Yeah. Hey, you know what? You guys did well in the D&D game. Oh, yeah. No, you did really well there, too. We, hey, uh, Saturday. We've been playing D&D, a lot of the Wildcats themselves. Well, I guess Saturday we both did well. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> this Put is it together. great. Wow. It's been a couple days I'm since sorry. then, I guess, but... Adam, can I apologize? Uh, yeah, I would. I would appreciate. I didn't that. mean to pop in and interrupt you real quick, but I would really appreciate. An when I was planning on interrupting you, it was seven forty-seven uh, Pacific time, which is perfect oh, time to go to the airport. That's true. Should I go now? <laughs> <laughs> well, seven forty-eight now. Oh man! Well, that's got to be a plane, right? Or no? Because they go the middle number up. It's the seven fifty-seven. Yeah. So I guess in nine minutes, I'll go out. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I also apologize? I know last week I would you appreciate called me out that a, too. on the episode for bonking around with my keyboard near the mic a little bit. 
Uh, this week, I thought ahead, and I moved my keyboard far away from my mic. But what I did do is I have this little wrench that's uh, from I- from like an Ikea bed or something. It's got a moving part to it. Did you uh, say wrench? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I hooked up a binder clip to it, so that the binder oh. clip, like, uh, little <laughs> metal parts, like, it all just rattles a lot. And yeah. I've been, that's become the thing I'm fiddling with this episode, which is, like, absolutely a bad idea. This is yeah. the worst case scenario. I thought so. I, so I apologize. Well, we appreciate that. And the listeners, they appreciate it, too, I'm sure. Oh, they better. I had a bad fiddle episode. Uh, it might have been. Uh, it might have been around around the time we watched the live Woody Harrelson movie, and we were recording episodes in my living room live. I had yeah. a really bad fiddle episode. I was like definitely like throwing a piece of like flipping around a piece of metal and constantly dropping it and hitting my mic stand. Yeah, I remember that. We've all been there. Remember that time? Re- oh, go ahead. I had a really bad fiddle episode. The devil came down to Georgia. Even <laughs> that was great. I really thought that was the kind of joke you were doing. <laughs> it was just like, oh, you're being sincere about the fiddling you did. You did. Hey, you did. You did well there. <laughs> do you look remember- out, listeners? I'm taking t- today with me. Do you remember that time in L.A. where we went out to a bar with? Uh, a bunch of people, but including uh, Mitch's at everyone co-host. Yeah, what's his? D- does he go by his real name on at everyone? I have no idea. Okay, well it's birds. I mean, of course I do, uh, and he goes by birds. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, he had this fiddle thing that like was oh. <laughs> just like a small piece of metal, like a like it was pretty much just like a piece of wire, but it like curled into a circle at the end. But it was like less it looked like less than a paper clip and this was like the first this was like the night i met him and he just was like we were like at the bar ordering our drinks and he's just like hands me that and it was kind of like it was kind of like the pin on a like toy grenade uh, yeah i don't have any i don't have any toy grenades that had functioning pins i don't have any toy grenades actually either yeah, it's also I didn't like either, but I like didn't a, want to say he had a grenade. It's kind of like the pin in a, uh, probably in a, like a fire, some fire extinguishers. Yeah, yeah, hell, hell, where it's just a little piece of wire, but with a part you can stick your finger in. If you look, like if anyone knows about fidgeties, then you maybe even know about this. But he just for some reason like handed it to me at the bar and was just like, "Hey, here you go, man." Like. Have have fun with this or something. I forget what he said, and I probably just like fiddled it with it for like five seconds before dropping it and being just like, okay, whatever. Because I assumed he had just handed me like a piece of garbage that he didn't want, and was just like, here you go, dude. And I was like, okay, and then like pro- it was probably like maybe like ten or fifteen minutes after we sat yeah. back down at the table with our drinks, he was like, hey, do you have that thing I gave you? And I was like, no, I dropped it, and like. He was he free he he was really scared. His girlfriend was also like, "Uh oh, he dropped it." He like went out and got his flashlight and was like looking for it under the bar for a while, and it was really good. It was very funny. Um, to be fair, uh, his wife. Uh, oh wow, that actually would be very fair to them. Yeah, 
Um, speaking of that, I feel like so recently, it, actually, when we recorded the most recent to come out Wildcats album, L'Academia del Squatre, and the other albums in its series, uh, I found the old fidget spinner that my mom, uh, that my dad bought for my mom. It's the family fidget fidget spinner. (laughs) Yeah, my dad bought it for my mom when fidget spinners were big. That's so funny. And she just, like, gave it to me because she was like, yeah, I don't don't get this. Uh, But I came to realize, like, it might be actually, like, a useful thing for me. Like, I think having a fidgeting thing might be good for me uh it's a little bit broken but i was also thinking like the thing that would seem the most like embarrassing like hello fellow kids i feel like is in 2019 (laughs) going to your like ta's office hours and they're spinning a fidget spinner (laughs) there (laughs) and so it's just like fuck like this would really like help me focus but i can't use a fidget spinner because like i have one it works for me when i'm at home but i just like cannot have my students see me with it yeah and i think i really benefit from like you know like i don't know if it's add or adhd or just nothing but like you know, like the slight multitask to just like keep you from getting bored, right? Like the little yeah. thing. I feel like standing desk has helped me with that so much. Yeah. Just like kind of yeah. like shuffling around and stuff. Yeah. That is when I can get a standing desk situation working for me. It is so nice to have that capability. And I'm, I don't completely have it at this apartment, but I'm trying to work out if there's a way I can do it because like, it is, it's incredible how much that helps. All right, we're going to play a game. Oh, God. So you can't... That rules. You can't look at Spotify during any of this. But the game Easy, is... Easier said than done. Can I look at <laughs> Apple Music? Uh, probably not. Okay. You, I'm a, you're you're going to guess the monthly listeners that BTS has on Spotify... But, I, but you can ask for three other artists' monthly listeners Ooh. to get some context. BTS, okay. the K-pop band. You said something that sounded close. I thought about making a K-pop joke, and instead I thought, let's play this game. It's a good game. I like it. There was, some, um, there was something you said that sounded almost like pa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, bye, man. <sighs> See, it's tough. Okay. It's tough because, like, do you even know how popular Spotify is in Korea? Right. Can you look up? Can you look up uh, Blackpink? Is that one word? Yeah. Okay. All right. Nine point nine million monthly listeners. Okay. Let me just get a little sheet of paper going. Uh. Yeah. Get the paper going, dude. Okay, um, let's go One Direction. Cool, cool. I like where you're going with this, especially with which direction. 14.8 million. Interesting. (laughs) He's learning a lot. 
Okay. Um, can I? I think it'll be funner for the listeners if instead of just like clicking while I think, I uh, fidget spins. Tell people about my thought process. Yeah, this is like uh, late in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where you're kind of expected to just talk more. Yeah. So I went with Blackpink because I know they're a popular K-pop group, though I feel like they're slightly less popular than BTS. And then I went with One Direction because I feel like uh, BTS has a similarly big, uh, is like the One Direction of this year or whatever, or they were. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know if One Direction's numbers have been like, what was One Direction at their peak? I'm kind yeah. of surprised to see how low they are compared. I was expecting almost a meteoric rise from Blackpink. Uh, then yeah, it's interesting with Spotify because they might they must get a lot of listens still One Direction, but like probably it's probably the same people who were listening five years ago. So that actual monthly unique listener count would have gone down. Right, because maybe like not maybe new people aren't coming to them. I don't know. I don't really know. They're just listening to the story of my life over and over and over. The story of my life. <laughs> take her there. Take her home. Tell <laughs> and I. I'll give you a hint. At the end of that song, if you can remember all the lyrics, is the answer. <laughs> the story of the story of. Do you uh, do you know that part of story of my life? There's like <laughs> nope. really like bass backing vocals going like the story of the story of uh, at the end of like the chorus lines. It's beautiful. That's, I love it a lot. It is really nice. That's uh, it's on Betsy's in my like. It's on Betsy's in my like road trip playlist, and I just put it on as a joke. <laughs> and that was just like. Holy shit, this part rules. Disturbia. That's cool. Oh, that's an interesting thing to do. Um, (laughs) I wish I, like... I feel like a thing that's hurting me right now is, like, my... I don't think less than any other type of pop, but my, like, K-pop knowledge is so, like, fucked. Oh, yeah, I have almost no... BTS is the only K-pop I know. Right, BTS, like broke up right or they're on hiatus now but i think they're still probably getting a lot of good listens because they were big very recently oh i remember oh wait the other yeah i know the band that has i don't actually remember the name of the band but i know g dragon is that because i was thinking of he's in a group the band i was thinking of the band big bang oh i I think he might be in that is g dragon that is g dragon but like they're older i was gonna say let's see what's up with big bang but I feel like they're older and wouldn't be necessarily, like, give me a type of information I don't already have. So, yeah. like, who is... Who, yeah, and also, like, what information are you looking for at this point? That's also kind of tough. Right? Like, do I want someone who I think is, like, a big artist of this year of similar... Like, well, I guess I, I have Psy another K-pop too. group. <laughs> what? I guess I also know Psy. <laughs> But I have another K-pop group. I have another boy band. And I think I want to do something that feels like it has similar cultural 
power this year. Um, I feel like Lizzo is significantly bigger than BTS, but I'm going to... Fuck it. Let's do Lizzo. Okay. Lizzo with... Um, I guess I'll round up the 77,000 and make it 23.5 million monthly listeners. Okay. And what are the rules on making my final guess? Do I... Uh, is it bad to go over? Is it... Uh, no matter what I get, I'm right. Let's it's say, just for fun. Let's say if you get... If you get the... Like, for... Like... If you're within the highest order of magnitude, if you're within a million, you get a thousand points. If you nail the decimal, you get two thousand. You get a bonus five hundred points, and then for every <laughs> for every million you're off, it's uh, two hundred points less than a thousand. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but if I get the decimal right, I get that bonus 500. Yeah. Uh, or should we make it a bonus 1,000? No, you got to get the, you got to get the number before the decimal as well. Uh, <laughs> let's say BTS has 21.8 million listeners. Okay. I think. You get zero points. <laughs> Correct me up. It's it's two hundred per thousand. You're off or per per million. Per million, you're I'm off. off yeah. yeah, they're twelve point three. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I was so. I was wrong with the uh, they would be less popular than One Direction in 2019. Yeah. Jokes on me. Because <clears throat> who? Yeah, that's the thing is. Who knows if Spotify is the thing of choice? And I think I've been like overly, uh, I don't know. Maybe I overrate <clears throat> BTS slightly. I've been stuck. There was one time I was going home through downtown LA on my bike and a BTS concert let out uh, at the Staples Center, which is like <laughs> right on my route home, and it was like the worst experience I've ever had with a crowd. Just like constant lifts driving into the bike lanes and just like mobs of people walking out into the street. And wow. like to be fair, that probably would happen no matter what show if I got there right as it ended at the Staples Center. But it's only happened with BTS and I've only heard of BTS getting bigger and bigger since that day happened. <laughs> yeah, they performed. But like, yeah, it. if like One Direction fucking came to the Staples Center, it would probably be giant. Yeah, well, it would be now. It would be a reunion. That's true. Ugh. And I guess, I guess the thing is like the fact that I know that like I feel like so many people I know know like a, a Lizzo song. At least, that's yeah. that's enough. Like the fact that like just like random people would put on that Lizzo song they know. They're not going like ah, let me throw on that BTS song because like what's BTS's biggest single? I don't know. I guess it's uh, also like you know maybe they are doing that in South Korea, but 
there's also like a sixth as many people in South Korea. Yeah. So. But, but that was a blast. Yeah. What a <laughs> what a riveting segment. What should that segment be called? Uh. Guess. Oh my God. Uh, how many listeners do BTS have? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Oh My God, how many listeners do BTS have? Yeah, that could be a whole uh that could be a whole TV show. Yeah. No, it'd be a fucking blast. Oh wow. Wow, I'm looking at some of BTS's like singles numbers. Compa- it makes infinite sense, but it's wild to see like their song DNA sold two point five million copies in Korea. And 14,000 in the U.S. Yeah. Their song with Halsey sold 31,000 in the U.S. That's like their biggest song on Spotify by a ton. 267,000 monthly listeners? Listens? I don't actually know. Is that listens? I or no, is that, that's total listens, right? In the popular? That's total listens. I have no idea. No, it is. Because okay. uh, on Wildcats is... It was, uh, I could really use a wish right now. Recently, Pat, like it passed a thousand. Has that passed 2,000 yet? Do you think we've got 2,000 plays on? I could really use a wish right now. I don't know. Look at this cool Spotify guessing. Thanks for the data, Spotify. Yeah. People complain about Spotify, its effects on the music industry, but they don't always think about, uh, its effects on, like, oh, damn. Gaming. Yeah, we did it, dude. I could really use a wish right now. Is it 2,157 plays? Damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> good for us. <laughs> uh, any other big hits? What, by us? Yeah. Nothing else is over 1,000. Oh. Any <laughs> other good segments? Oh, sure. Uh, big um, hits of segments? Oh, my God. You know, the thing, it's funny, too, because, like, most podcasts, when they do a good segment, they do it again eventually. But (laughs) I don't think we've ever repeated, besides and the, I guess we've done a couple drafts. Yeah. Yeah, we used to do a lot of those fun little segments. But, I Uh, mean, is that, how how true is that really? yeah. Yeah. I feel like. When there were, like, five episodes, it felt like we had done several things many times. And then I think those things we did many times then still felt like we did them many times. Or at least to me, it's like, oh, I'm not going to pitch a draft. We did so many drafts. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> we haven't in 40 episodes. Should I go on? Uh, should I go look at episodes of our podcast and see what good games we've played? Yeah, this is this is definitely better than Metadata Talk, our most recent giantly successful <laughs> yeah, every fucking uh, episode. I do want to say it's weird. Who's got the keys is still a mystery to me. How that is our number third, mo- number three most streamed song when it is not a reference to a much more famous song. But the drop yeah. off from I could really use a wish right now at two point two thousand to here comes my hero with three hundred ten. The fact it's simple and clean, which is actually the title of a hit song, only has 191? That's right. that's weird. It simple seems, and clean. How much do you think simple... How many plays do you think the real simple and clean is, has? Oh, is it right. not on... 
how many t- how much do people want to listen to paper planes <laughs> is that the song <laughs> yeah is it like isn't paper planes the mia song shit shit <laughs> shit uh B.O.B. and Haley Williams. Okay, The Real Simple and Clean has... Fu- Airplanes. Yeah, Airplanes is Airplanes. what it's called. The Real Simple and Clean has 5.6 million plays. How are we How are we getting, like, no runoff from that search? <laughs> I feel like it's gotta be, like, you wouldn't fuck that up. Like, like I will also no say one- Googling, or, like, not Googling, searching Simple and Clean on Spotify does not get you... The real song. Really? Oh, I guess it does, but it's not the top result. It's in songs. It, but it also doesn't get a, get you our song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's it. Like, how? What happens if you search? I could really use a wish right now. Oh yeah, it's that is up at I could really use. And like while, airplanes doesn't show up. Uh no, like that. That could be it. I mean, that is it, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely it. <laughs> that our song it. doesn't come up. But if you search and Here prob- Comes My Hero, do we show up? We do. And we're the top result. So definitely people who just have the name of that song wrong will immediately <laughs> click ours. Okay, looking at uh, past episodes we've done for... Oh, what's the quickest way to look at all the episode descriptions really quick? Ugh. I don't know. Uh, go to the feed, the RSS feed. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I guess maybe looking the, at our doc, but we don't do the best job. But anytime yeah. there's a hard segment, we probably would have wrote it down. I think Days uh, <laughs> of Being Wild is the what we do. Should we do a quick uh, Days think, of Being Wild? <laughs> a thing worth discussing, just worth is strong. But okay. an interesting fact that I know we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked about on air, is that Road Trip Playlist off of uh, Do My Dirty really Speed Do you really think we've never talked about this on air? Well, you're the one looking up what we've done on air before. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's really popular on Apple Music, but not on Spotify. People don't want playlists on Spotify. Uh, continuing with my friend Adam, we, Should we talk are going to do a Ocean's Eight. <laughs> that we- we're going to do a, re- Go ahead. a really fast Days of Being Wild for vacation. Uh, it's got to get done at some point. And do we? Does anyone want to do it? Uh, Should we? We could do that, or we could follow up on Ben's head transplant. <laughs> <laughs> from episode uh, 15 of this podcast. <laughs> All right, day, should we do Days of Being Wild Vacation? I wasn't on the album. <laughs> but it was it was the first birthday album. It was a birthday album for you, my man. That's true. I I, I was there for the track listing. Yeah, yeah. I, this think, was... I think you, me, and Spencer track listed that album. That I think that the night we track listed it, I think is the night that Wildcats became like... The f- it was like the first step into Wildcats becoming like bigger of a deal than it should have been. Like 
I know we had that was when we invented the Wildcats clipboard. We <laughs> made three columns on this sheet of paper and sorted the songs between that existed to that point between like great, medium, and bad. Uh, and we we track listed like three or four albums. We track listed Vacation. We track listed. Uh, We'd started track listing movie theater, but I think Spencer really hated that. Yeah. He hated and movie theater and ancient Roman teen sex comedy. Yeah. And <laughs> So wait, but that was was that real that was this was that the same day we track listed like war? I think it might be when we track listed the second half of war cuz I don't know we probably talked about it on days of being wild war. We lost the track list in between the like semester of school that we took off after doing half of the album. So wait, was uh, there? So there was another. I guess we talked about this on Days of Being Wild War. There was another. There was different track titles that we had come up with that we didn't do. Yeah, we lost the sheet of paper Damn. and had to like re come up with the second half of the sure, album. Sure. Sure. And decided to start with Charity Crumbs. because So, uh, so back to Vacation, though. I don't really remember us sitting down and tracklisting a ton of albums, but you do? I think we did those three albums, and I think we also tracklisted Five Rings of Friendship that day. What? And like, why would we have done that? I don't know. It was the three of us pacing around my parents' kitchen late at night. Uh, like, I think it was, like, too late to do an album. And we were just hanging out, talking about Wildcats. I don't Spencer know. and I probably still didn't have that much in common other than Wildcats. When did, so vacation, vacation, right, it came out on my birthday, on my 22nd birthday. Yeah. War? And I think what we did... Did we finish War in the summer? No. We finished War in my spring break. Because I thought we... I didn't think the vacation track list was that old. I thought it was like summer, but so, I hadn't gone to Cincinnati yet. I'm thinking that maybe we did war in the summer. Uh, but I was going to guess that we did that. We didn't do war that time. We did five rings. And then we went to record five rings. Spencer and I finished. We started five rings, which we'll get to soon on this then we spencer and i recorded the ends of days of being no of dearest pen pal and then we did vacation all before we finished five rings of friendship i guess we did pokemon too yeah that's the big thing where i'm trying to figure out like vacation was a hundred percent totally before pokemon yeah because it was all the same day. I know it was the same day. What was the did. same day? Recording or track listing? Dearest, the end of Dearest Pen Pal. Recording was the same day we finished Dearest Pen Pal. We went straight from doing one to the other. That's uh, why Trevor is on both of them. Uh, recording the track list, I don't full. I think it would have been when we track listed five rings and then we did five rings the first half the next morning or something. 
I don't know. I'm guess. getting so confused. I thought you were talking about one album, and then it turned you said Bless My Trevor's on both, and I realized, oh, he's not talking about Five Rings right now. Who cares? Let's talk about the album. Okay. We had a bunch I'm of ongoing so albums excited. in 2012, is the yeah, moral it, of the story. And we and finished the, them all. And this isn't the worst one. Huh. I think That's an interesting... Which one's the worst one? Home Improvement? Was that in the summer? I said 2012. Oh, damn. You fucking did it, my man. Uh, you knocked it down. You brought it back up. <laughs> hey, Poke- uh, Pokemon but- was one of those ongoing albums. That wasn't all summer 2012. That's true. So we start this album with a classic song. Uh, <laughs> if you notice, there's no intro because of what I was saying, that we already had all the gear set up. At this point, intros were purely to sound test the gear. Uh, and so if we were using a setup that had already been tested, we didn't do them. And we started with a fucking jammer of a banger, Expedia. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh-oh. What's wrong, my uh, friend? I went to play it, and it did, played through my computer speakers <laughs> instead of my headphones. <laughs> yeah, uh, Expedia. Uh... It has a signature starting drum beat. That's something for it. <laughs> Let's see if it has a signature ending drum beat. No. No, it doesn't. Hey, Adam. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I just realized, um, and I know one... We, we talked about doing this episode to you have minimal editing to do. Uh, <laughs> doing it Days of Being Wild is maximal editing. Uh, do we want to do this? I'm going to do it. Okay. I mean, we don't even have the time to go every song, probably, really. Like, all of every song, yeah. at least. Yeah. Expedia. Uh, f- uh, f- summarizing thoughts on track one, Expedia? Expedia's fine. Uh, the big secret of Expedia is a lot of people forget it's even on this album, because on the band camp, I changed the first song that plays from Expedia to song number two. <laughs> uh, and... So a lot of people, like, I think Mitch thought that the album started with the second track for a while, and I think a lot of people did. It's a great feature that uh, Bandcamp has, that if you don't just, if you don't have your own Bandcamp, you probably don't realize it has, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, so they play the hit single first, but, yeah, Yeah. who knows? Let's move on to... If you like some random other song, you can do it, and If you like Summer with Your Mother, then you'll, like, open the map... The way this song starts is so fucking dinky, but it's, this is kind of a signature fucking jam out, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> which is kind of Why are you wild. taking this weird tone? Because <laughs> uh, it's a rock album, and I'm trying to bring a real, like, I don't know, CBGB's retrospective vibe. To, <laughs> should that be our should that be our vibe where it's like it's a bunch of like aging punk rockers being like you don't get it, but they are they actually were really really good. You wouldn't know it to listen to this song, but it's actually really good. Yeah. Um. I remember at the time I was working as a camp counselor, and at the end of this song, I get. I scream my heart out and I definitely just like had no voice the next couple of days as a camp counselor after doing this album. What? I think so wait, partially from school. How can you be a camp counselor if you can't say anything to the kids? What did you do? Well, 
There's a lot you can do with a wave, a wink. Wow. And a worry. Uh, you know, 50% of working with kids is just really listening. So, wow. It made it even easier. Uh, but yeah, this song. Bless you. And this song you might. Uh, we did a, a remix of this song. Uh, which Spencer made a music video for, which you may have seen as a listener, and uh, try to find if you haven't. It's a it's a kick of a jam. Yep. Right. They were oh, actually really the, good. The like false key change where it doesn't actually change keys, but it'd be really funny if it did because the guitarist just hits the wrong chord. That's a great. That's a really funny. That's really funny. Yeah, this is the only song on this album that I ever listened to. And I yeah. always listen to it and go, oh, I'd rather listen to the uh, newer version we did a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I'm going to preface everything I, I have to say about this album by saying none of it holds up. Yeah. It's fun for me to a listen lot. to sometimes because I was there around the time it came out and I was aware of Wildcats. But, yeah, I don't know. I, could, I guess I could see someone going to Wildcats and liking this album now, though. People yeah. like all kinds of shit. It is it is a fucking wild one. It's not yeah, like even the songs it's crazy how many of the songs were like felt seminal to me at the time, like open the map. Uh we'll see later first time in Europe. I talk about kissing a lot on this album. Uh it's kind of where it might I know I talked about kissing a little bit on war, but this might be where it really picks up. It'll it'll and, it'll, it'll peak at Pokemon. Yeah, but <laughs> Pokemon for some reason has the most kissing lyrics of any of our albums. Well, it has the most lyrics. Most of kissing any of our lyrics albums. percentage might even be fair. Who knows? Probably not. Yeah, probably fifteen songs, sixteen songs. There's a whole album about yeah. making out. Yeah, sixteen songs. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought you were saying like there's sixteen songs on Pokemon that talk about <laughs> kissing. I mean, that's. Uh, but yeah. Let's go on to Jeff Lawler's new underpass. How the fuck are we gonna get out of his underpass? I believe this that was, was about, that was in the headlines at the time. Yeah, we were looking at the Barrington Courier at my parents. Oh my god, it's very loud when it starts. Uh, trying to just have that quietly under me while I talked was not gonna work. Uh, Jeff Lawler wanted to make an underpass over one of the big roads in Barrington and. Uh, Spoiler alert, it didn't happen. But you may, if you're a long-time listener to this podcast, you may be thinking, Underpass? Jeff Lawler? This sounds too familiar. Weirdly familiar. Uh, And that's because we referenced this in episode two of Anva. Yippee! Yippee! Yeah, I believe it was Jeff Lawler's old Underpass or something, and it was just like a fun timeline gag <laughs> or something like yeah. that yeah, yeah this i don't song really is... remember how it worked jeff lawler's kid was in it they end up in jail this song is like really bad right it's i don't hate it it's it's just like a very like early heavy wildcat song and you've said pretty cleanly and convinced me like Wildcats isn't good at being heavy, really. 
because like we don't have a distortion not, pedal <laughs> we don't have a distortion pedal and like we're not like like i think what makes heavy good a lot is being like really really tight and like in sync with each other being able to like handle the dynamics which is not something wildcats can easily do and especially in 2012 yeah i guess like i shouldn't say that it's really bad because i don't want it i don't want any listeners who would otherwise like this album to uh sudden to not like it just because i don't yeah i guess like i guess it probably gets a little better as it goes on too the beginning is just like oh no one's in the same key, but it does pull together a bit. Yeah, there's, like, a chorus I kind of remember. It also, like, slows down significantly. It does one of those Wildcats things where the drummer couldn't handle the tempo we were playing it. <laughs> so just, like, the last time, like, the guitar riff is just, like, what was a very fast arpeggio is now a very slow arpeggio. Well, should we move on? And, like... Yeah, I just wanted to tell the listeners really quick. I'm sure you did. I know we've mentioned that this was a gift for Adam for his birthday, and you may be wondering, how do you do something like that for like a digital release? But actually, this is one of the first Wildcats albums to come out physically. <laughs> uh, I burned it, and I think because it's almost two hours long as an album, I had to burn it on like three CDs, and as Adam drove all of us to the city to see, I think, a Comedy Bang Bang taping... Uh, <laughs> I just handed him all these CDs he burned and was like, put these on the entire time you drive us into the city. Enjoy the new Wildcats. Did we listen to it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. At least I'm glad that I wasn't just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, sunglasses. Uh, sunglasses is funny. Spencer has said before that he thinks it's the worst Wildcat song. I... I definitely, like... It's an interesting one. It definitely felt like the worst Wildcat... A worst Wildcat song at the time. But I think, like... Now that the just boring songs of this era... Are now just, like... Like, they've gotten steadily worse... As we have songs that have less, like... Bad playing... That are that boring. <laughs> and just, like, like this, this song being It's just the most cliche riff... Which stuff like that still yeah. happens in Wildcats if like there's a new Wildcat that's just like I guess I'll play like a doom 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 doom. It's like, oh no. So that but, happens like, all the time. At least it's at least it's kinda funny. Like, it's a song I yeah. remember from this album. I could tell you how sunglasses goes, and there's no way I'm gonna be able to tell you like how some of the songs later on this album go. Yeah. Well, first trip in first time in Europe. The next song that's not true. What was, about Lost at the Beach? Oh no, I remember this issue. <laughs> Are they out I of think, order on Spotify? I think I uploaded them. Oh no, it's the same. I on, either it's the same on Bandcamp. I either uploaded them to Bandcamp wrong the first time, or vice versa i know i remember having to change them on my uh i don't understand how this happened and i don't know why my computer has them in the wrong order Bandcamp has them in I, the wrong order if lost at the beach is not after sunglasses i think lost at the beach is probably i think like 
I remember seeing this issue before. What is it? So, so how do you I, know it's wrong? I think my computer is wrong. My oh. iTunes is wrong. That's my guess. Because it seems... I remember facing up to this before and seeing this issue and going like... Hey, man. Hey, hey. We're going into metadata territory. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, no matter what song comes next, I think you're going to like it. And it's Lost at the Beach. Uh, yeah, I have that song at seven. Uh, but it makes yes. more sense to be here. It's got a beat. I don't care. It's kind of a surf rock jam, Lost at the Beach. <laughs> Man, oh, I'm just realizing the task I had to have ahead of me. All of the songs that yeah. I have nothing to say about. Yeah, no, I don't think we're going to go that long because you got a heart out. First time in Europe. A song I actually have anything to talk about. Yeah. Uh, it's This was a very seminal jam at the time because i think it's honestly I'll just like, ask questions to you that'll be my that'll be my vibe in this okay this is like it i don't know if this is true but it feels like one of the first times spencer like really went off in this song he does a line for every single country in europe uh completely from memory and it makes it a 9 minute and 47 second song but he does it. He succeeded at his goal, and it was just like constant freestyling, basically, until he had sang about every single country, and a lot of it's just like I went to blank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but he threw in some funny lines yeah. for some of them. No, it's a great, and, it's a great, de- it's a great delivery. I love the way he does it. I do love yeah. the super at the time, like extremely dramatic vibe of this song there's a good friend of mine al he's uh he's in the band monobody and i really i had never thought about it before but i was on tour with him once and he i was playing wildcats and he was just like i love how dramatic wildcats is and it really is like very few songs are just about are just like kind of good times there's just so much like so many songs like this one where it is just like the most overwrought vibe. I went to Croatia, the capital of Zagreb. I fucking went there. Has anyone checked uh, in that he's done every country? I assume. I, I assume that he I definitely, definitely did. did at the time. Uh, I feel like if he did, if he didn't do it, we would all know. He would every time yeah. he brought up this this song came up a conversation. He would probably be like still pissed that I missed that country. Adam, not to turn the job around on you, but what the do you do you know what the Gumball Three Thousand is? Yeah, it's like a unofficially car race. Okay, because there's a Gumball Three Thousand riff in here, and I couldn't. It was one of those things he did. You don't mean a guitar? Riff. I feel like. That's why that makes what? sense, is that you don't mean there's a Gumball 3000 guitar riff? <laughs> no, it's just a sick lick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's a car race, right? Okay, yeah, because there's this sick Gumball 3000 lick. <laughs> it's just like a vroom on the guitar. Uh, it's, it's really a pick scrape. But <laughs> okay. It's very like Eddie Van Halen. Oh, that's uh, awesome. But but yeah, there, it's it's one of those things that's like a reference that like I couldn't tell if it was an inside joke that 
I didn't know when he made it. And so I'm glad to know it's just like a thing I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's like a rich people race, like a race across Europe, but like, like a, like a big race across Europe that like you it, like, you can get pulled over. Like people get pulled over all the time for driving too fast and shit. Okay. There was like a movie. Cool. There was a documentary, um, of like jackass doing it. Is how I know okay. about it, and probably how most people my age know about it. Well, the next song isn't that great. It's Culture Clash. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe some fans love it. I'll ask you some questions about Culture Clash. Okay. Uh, what Mitch do- sings? Excuse me? Who's asking the question? Mitch sings? Sorry. Mitch, Mitch sings? sings? Okay, there we go. Uh, so, was the guitar in pickup position or bridge position? <laughs> it really sounds like... Uh, it was in a bad position. Uh, <laughs> however, however, we had it. The it is incredible how like poorly mixed this song is. The vocals are so low in the mix, <laughs> at least through my headphones right now. And was this? Did you you had the mixer so at this point, right? So like no. Oh okay. So this was all live mixed. So but you had it for Pokemon, know, didn't you? I got it for the second half of Pokemon. Gotcha. Well, but yay. You fucking love that. Now it's time for Sick on the Subway? Sure. Sick of the Subway. I'm sick of the Subway. I also like do not remember. The, uh, the only part of track listing I remember is Jeff Lawler's new underpass. Yeah, me too. I wonder which songs titles of these I did. Doesn't really seem like any of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> like which of these? I feel like these all seem like Spencer's Spencer titles. Or maybe it's just that he still has titles like this. Right? Like, Spencer's love of early Wildcats (laughs) makes him have a, like, close link to these types of song names. And, like, I feel like I haven't done a song... I think Sick of the Subway is something I could do potentially now. Or, like, Trapped on the Turnpike, these, like, pure alliteration-based ones. Different language is the stupidest song title (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i have no idea but yeah sick of the subway and beautiful ballad by our friend mitch uh and he was really sad about it you know <laughs> the place that he went to oh it gets real heavy at the end oh boom. oh wow yeah oh this is one of those early wildcat songs where i think like it was usually Mike Brownson who did this. Uh, turned the guitar up way too loud in the middle of the song and uh, <laughs> washed everyone else out, and we couldn't—I couldn't do anything about it. And because, like, I think like the guitar first hits, and he's like, "Oh, it's too quiet. No one can hear me." Because he like picks it up mid-song. It and sounds pretty. Like, cranks it. It does sound okay at the end. Yeah, I think in the room it. Well, but I, it's not about be you. The, it's about the listeners. Yeah. I think it completely knocks out the keyboard I was playing. Like, I think I had to switch. I should have switched to bass, and I do. But I think I had to because the keyboard couldn't be heard anymore. Yeah, but that's... A, but I, that, in a modern Wildcat wild situation, I would blame you for that. I would just be like, get with the song. Like, clearly the arrangement. Yeah. There's no room for what you're doing in the arrangement. Because, like, it does sound good. It sounds good with the vocals and the drums. The loud guitar. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I do think it sounds good. I think, like, there's one... I don't know if you were skipping around. I was skipping around. Oh, yeah. I think, like, the first second it starts, it is too At, long. like, early four minutes? Yeah, I'd believe that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. It's a beautiful That sounds world. pretty good. I did a great job mixing it. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful world. This is just a goofy boofer. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, the thing about this it's, song is you can't describe it in any way, so what are we supposed to do? I guess we wrote down that there's a drum solo in the lyrics of this song. That's kind of fun, huh? That's really fun. Uh, the cool, like, keyboard cluster chord where someone clearly forgot how the broken reverse sustain pedal on the keyboard works. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that if you don't know, listeners, in our actually, even to our albums to this day on a certain keyboard the sustain pedal we use on it uh it works backwards it sustains if you don't press it and then it'll not sustain if you keep it depressed so uh that happens all the time there's some trivia and if that's as good as this gets we're fucked baggage claim baggage claim which is the bob o'reilly riff Uh, so it's like a riff on bob o'reilly yeah it's like a little reference yeah, it's a, it's it's definitely a reference. So Charlie, while this song goes, how uh, how's the weather out there in Los Angeles? It's pretty good. It was really <laughs> relatively temperate today. I know I was yes. teaching on Friday, yes, and it was in the nineties, and I felt like I had a need to wear a long sleeve button up to teach, and sweated through it immediately and felt terrible all day. But today it was in the low eighties at worst, and. I felt fine dressed up. That's fucking so, awesome, man. Yeah, it's the top of the tiered morning to you. How's the weather out there in sunny Chicago? Well, we had like a whole week of the 60s, and then it's been like slightly getting warmer, but then tomorrow it's just shooting up to 89, which is just fantastic. Definitely going to spend a lot of time outside when I'm not editing this podcast, wearing my shorts, because I've been thinking... I don't have any clean pants. I haven't had to wash pants Uh, since before the summer, and I've been getting sad. Anything to delay that. All right, no vacancy? Yeah. No vacancy, (laughs) my buddy. Ah, this is a fucking funky one. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow, what a vibe. (laughs) Like a pillow. It's it's a little bit like a very bad Rage Against the Machine vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing about Wildcats uh, back then is it's it's clearly like it's clearly it's it's fun first, fun for us first, (laughs) which doesn't make the best albums, but like it's not as fun to listen to after. But at the time, I bet you guys had a lot of fun that day. Yeah, even no, I think we did because like I feel like when did we start really feeling like shit during recording Wildcats? (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't this long. It wasn't. I feel like it's that was a later thing, right? Yeah. What's the first like, time you like remember feeling bad about a Wildcats recording? Mine's probably Wildcats Peace. World is like a signature one. Peace. The second half probably. of Peace, I felt bad on. I was like, oh yeah. no. But like, even Appeal to Nature, I didn't give a shit. And that was a horrible right. album. Right? Did I feel bad during? Like 
Yeah, I wasn't even thinking that far back. Uh, like, I know, like, you and me weren't as on board as Spencer with Persnim and Boogie being so long, but we still were just like, oh, okay, let's get into it. Yeah, and, like, I think we also kind of, like, knew that album was gonna be kind of doofy, <laughs> because we had planned for more people to come. In fact, that album, when we get there, you'll hear more about it, but, uh... We scheduled a Wildcat session because Ben wanted to do Wildcats while he was in town. And even though Troy, who doesn't play any instruments, was in town that weekend, and that Ben couldn't come. And so we still did an album, and it was like the three of us and Troy. And we just goofed. And I think that brought a fun energy to it. I feel like Mega, I feel like I was anxious during because the mic kept dropping out. Yeah. Uh... When was Mega? But when was, was Mega before or after Peace? It was before Peace. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was definitely anxious um, about that, but I don't think I was... I think the first time I was just like, oh, I was excited for these songs to be good, and they aren't, was the second half of Peace. Like, I think that the song, the first one I can really remember feeling that way during on is The Republic on Peace. But anyway, Beautiful Stranger... Yeah, this is a jammer. It's got me and Spencer screaming. Well, but it's also got bass, drums, guitar. Oh, just don't get me started on those. Those are oh, those God, some of the first this song's nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a fucking jammer. Uh, everyone's sitting the whole time. <laughs> I think different language actually might be one of the first times I felt honestly bad doing a Wildcat song. All right, let's listen to Different Language by Wildcats. <laughs> I remember being laying on the ground in the basement, like with the mic, tra- putting lyrics into my like Google Translate on my phone. To get it into different languages. And you were not having fun? Like I, I think I, like, at this point, I'm 28 seconds in. I was still having fun at that point. But by the end of this song, which seems crazy because it's only four minutes long, I was not having any fun. I was just like, <laughs> I tied myself into something that. I am not enjoying doing. But so it wasn't just anxiety. It was just like the thi- like it was like this is. Although maybe that maybe I would count anxiety of just like oh I am nervous that I'm not doing a good enough job. There's I guess like for me I'm more just like bummed and frustrated. Yeah, I think this was more of a like fuck. Uh. I made a bad choice, and I guess I have to stick to it. <laughs> but I guess I was... I remember being bummed and frustrated on some Pokemon. I feel like I was very frustrated at the time about all the covers we... Like, covers we did. Yeah. Um, I think doing any of those songs, I was in a bad mood. But it was very different than, like, the later Wildcats, where it was like... Like, while I did feel like we had conversations where I was like, I'm worried Wildcats is going in the wrong direction... Uh, I feel like that's a different vibe than this album is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want it to be bad. Like, I think we just weren't expecting our albums to be good up until, like, yeah, Peace. Yeah, that's true. Which makes sense, because Peace is, like, the first time we were, like, we're doing a sequel. 
I, I think, um, first of all, hey, you're listening to Ocean to Ocean by Wildcats. I oh, think God, Pokemon yeah. was probably the first time that we were like, that there became any expectation of how good Wildcats should be. Yeah, maybe like the second half of Pokemon especially. Because I know I didn't want to get into like recording timeline, but Five Rings and Worst Day were recorded during the second half of Pokemon, right? Like around the same time? Or was Five Rings more war? Five Rings, so the first half of Five Rings was around vacation. And the second half was recorded in between the two halves of Pokemon. Cool. So I guess that wouldn't... Yeah, maybe it was just like after Pokemon Worst Day and Five Rings came out, it was like, this band can can be more than really bad. But I guess even during Appeal to Nature, I didn't really give a shit. I think it's... I, I feel like it's bringing peace back. And I think it's also the fact that, like, there was that gap. It was like, we're bringing Wildcats back after, a, after like, kind of a dead period of Wildcats. And yeah, I think Peace was like, we've brought Wildcats back for a big album. And yikes. <laughs> but also because the first half felt really good. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about Ocean to Ocean? Uh, we do a reference. This song comes back up again later on Antarctic Internship. Am I right? I think so. Is there a CDC uh, joke in this, or is that just a perceived CDC joke? I don't know. Mitch is singing it, uh, which makes me guess there's not. It's a perceived CDC joke. <laughs> is, there a, but, is there a real CDC joke on the reference in when that, like, with the chorus? The ocean, the ocean, sea to sea. That, I guess because that's me singing sea to sea, right? Yeah. I don't think it was. I think it was just purely, humbly honest. No irony in it. Just C to C. Even in the, even in the fucking, I don't remember the name of the album. Welcome to the world, Arctica. Antarctic internship. I, I don't think I was there. I think I was just purely doing a reference to this. It'd be so smart of me to do a <laughs> CDC joke there. <laughs> Uh, well, you heard he, the, the rumor that there's a CDC joke in both of the, either of these songs <laughs> debunked here on Wildcats of the Podcast. Trapped on the Turnpike, unless you have anything else to say about Ocean to Ocean. Uh, yeah, well, that song, if you're looking for it, is Sakai Chikyu Ondaka. Oh, the reference song on Ondanka. Welcome to the Cards. Antarctic Internship. <sighs> well, I there mean. is a line. There is a CDC line in that song. Oh. I, I think Mitch sings a line like, don't forget me at the CDC. See, I wonder uh, if he... Or whoever I wonder if he that. even is perceiving you saying C to C as CDC. Who's saying this one? <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really, you know, it might not be. I just... <laughs> there's a, okay, there's it a is level me. of depth... <laughs> It is me singing the CDC CDC lines in the new one, so it's definitely a joke. I wonder if he is in the backing vocals. Fun life, fun times. Trapped on the turnpike. Adam? Uh, you wonder if he's the what? 
I don't know. I just wanted to get out of the ocean to ocean. All right, trapped on the turnpike. Oh yeah, I have to go in like uh, uh, eight minutes. One... Okay, this one's kind of. It's very 2012. I think there's a bunch of uh, Chief Keith don't like references in this one. <laughs> uh, I think there's a line trapped on the turnpike. That's the shit I don't like. I think that's probably uh, the don't like reference that we all assumed happens in trapped on the turnpike. <laughs> You didn't think there was a sneak dissers? That's the shit I don't like. Why did this song? Um. Ah, jammer. Take it out. I mean, it is. Take it to town, baby. It's a a very discreet vibe. Uh, I got to hear myself yell pow, 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 which is cool. I think this album, I could imagine it's. Let's let's start playing Assemble without a map. Yeah. And could you imagine a time where you listened to this whole album all the way through and it was like the perfect time for it and it was like, that was actually great. I had so much fun. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed by this. Uh, so recently, the like seven year anniversary of this uh, road trip and camping trip I took with a bunch of my college friends occurred and I drove for a chunk from like, Pit- we drove from Pittsburgh up to Vermont. The anniversary of while the road I drove- trip? Yeah, this just happened to, like, it showed up on our Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, and I drove a chunk from Pittsburgh to Vermont to our campsite and listened to Vacation all the way in this car with, like, June, Ariel, Victoria, and Troy. Uh, made them all, like, they were kind of sleeping, but, like, we all had to listen to Vacation all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> but so that Which was... Is- the year it came out, you did that. Yeah. Like, it was the hot new Wildcats that yeah. I was so excited about. It was my first time going on a vacation since the album came out. That is pretty I needed amazing. to do it. But now it's just, like, so mortifying. <laughs> that, like, is there... Can you imagine a situation now where... Do, do you think you could listen to the whole album all the way through? Like, just... Not as, like, oh, it's a challenge, but just for fun. This song's got a nice vibe, a nice riff. It feels like uh, it doesn't need to be any better. It doesn't deserve to be any better than it is. And it's not. It doesn't deserve to be six and a half minutes long. (laughs) But it's fine. All right. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Istanbul, our second Istanbul song in a row on this. Yeah. Do you think of a time you would like to listen to this album all the way through? I don't... Honestly... I guess, like, honestly, the last time I did it was probably when we voted for what should be on Wildcats Plays the Hits, but that was out of, like, duty I had to do it. I don't think I would ever listen to this album all the way through. Ever. I don't think I ever need to do that again. It's it's rough. It being two hours long. Like, if it were shorter, I could see myself doing it on a very whim, but, like, two hours is such a commitment like i would have to be on a flight where everything else on my phone got deleted okay so here's a question for you i'm assuming the hitchhiker's guide to istanbul not one of your standout tracks it was at a time surprisingly (laughs) you psycho (laughs) it's 10 minutes of fucking nothing let's go to the long road home and i want you to tell me like because long road home would be on this so like if someone's going to just get a taste of vacation what are the few songs that they should like 
that you would put on a playlist for this if you, check if out. you wanted like what that they should actually oh, check yeah, yeah, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say like the top three are clearly to me open the map first time in Europe, long road home, uh, <laughs> and then like those are the three that like I know I remember like it, like I know I could and still enjoy hearing them like I could sing you the melodies of them mm-hmm. uh, and like maybe even a verse the other ones uh if I had to give you a top five maybe I throw you at Jeff Waller's new underpass uh or uh I don't fucking know man sick of the subway beautiful world is okay but doesn't do much with any of the stuff that it's got in it yeah well and like go ahead yeah yeah it's just like it's also like not a vibe i ever want either <laughs> like i think <laughs> the thing about this album that is interesting is especially like it is like kind of would would you think it's fair to call this like proto west coast dingy dark wildcats uh, I don't know. Like, I kind of mostly maybe it is. I'd have to think about that more. In my head, I just think of it as like very much in line with the very much in line with the first half of Pokemon. Yeah, that's or like I feel the first like, like probably first more. half or even like first like because I think like it's how many tracks is is this album? I feel like it's just like the eighteen tracks before the first track of Pokemon and like. Yeah, the ability and the skill just steadily goes up, and this is just like pre-Bulbasaur kind of. Yeah, because even even like the, I feel like even Bulbasaur is like probably would would be in like the top on vacation. Yeah, and Bulbasaur is not one of the best songs on Pokemon, <laughs> according to our stats. People listen to a little bit of Bulbasaur before giving up, so we get a lot of technical plays on the song Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. I think Vacation holds a weird place in my heart because, like, you know this well. Uh, I was a big, like, metal kid as a kid. And, like, during this era, I was really very mostly interested in, like, screaming instead of singing and i feel like it hap i get some better screamed songs in pokemon than i do on this album but like this era of vacation in pokemon is like where most of my like screaming and wildcats occurred true and i don't like i used to miss that i don't miss it as much anymore but a little bit of that missing like like if i want to sit back and think about the days past it's like man i wish any of like the good screaming i did when i was like training my screaming voice uh was on was on any songs that sound good (laughs) but i bet your screaming voice would just sound way better now just by virtue of like you have a man's voice now (laughs) i bet if you tried yeah you'd just be like damn yeah i don't know you know what I don't like? I Being had, trapped I, on the turnpike. Oh, God, you're right. And you're worried you're going to get trapped on the turnpike on your way to the airport. That's true. It is uh, officially uh, 11 p.m. Central, so I got to get out the door. 
Damn. Well, Adam. Charlie? It's been a wonder. Oh, yeah, it has. And hey, I give this album a 99 out of 100. <laughs> uh, and Listeners, thanks for listening to us get through um, Days of Being Wild Vacation, the album no one wanted to review, but we're doing it chronologically, so we had to. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you're Mitch and you would have wanted to do Days of Being Wild Vacation, but having anyone else on this album could have brought in a new flavor to it, but we didn't have time. That's true. Uh, we had to get it done. What is the next Days uh, of Being Wild? I think it's... Is it Five Rings? I guess or it's up it? to us at this point. Things start getting weird here. Oh, yeah, it's Home Improvement. Uh, literally. Yeah, on the ba- uh, on, on, on Bandcamp order? On Bandcamp, I guess yeah. we might as well do Bandcamp order. That seems like the way, unless except Pokemon, maybe based on when we can do it. Yeah, Ugh. it's so it's so sad seeing we're like not done with the second row and the first <laughs> row isn't even full. Yeah, but well, so another time soon we'll do Days of Being Wild Home Improvement. Maybe we'll even get David on the podcast for that. He he, that'd he'd be, cool. be down. I'm sure. Um, and next week, uh, and then we'll be back with Wildcats and the Bone Bike. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone's in love with Wildcats this season. Uh, so get excited to hear what happens <laughs> when they get in a little bit of a dilemma when there's a bone bike coming to town. Oh, gosh. Don't tease them too much. They'll tell the teacher. Oh, I'm going to tease whoever I want. And get excited because you might get to see some of your new friends like Sven and uh, the Boulder Bombs. Sure. Hey, but tune in, tune out. <laughs> And drop a loogie, baby. <laughs> it's Wildcat season. And I'm Wildcat Man. I'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. Bye, Adam. Bye, Charlie. Now, listeners, it's just you and me. And <laughs> I just want you all to know that you can check out the newest Wildcats album, L'Academia del Squatre, on anywhere songs are served. Uh, as long along with what i'm gonna get the stats for you right now hot damn you're looking at a full uh, this is taking longer than i wanted to listeners but that is right you have the possibility of listening to 75 other wildcats albums 74 something around that that's gonna be a blast for you uh you can tune in Listen up, and those episodes will, or albums will go, you know? Uh, It sounds like a lot. I know what you're saying. Charlie, what is that you're saying? There's 114 hours, one minute, and nine seconds of released Wildcats music? That, that's almost five days. Well, yeah, yeah, listeners. There are 114 hours and one minute and nine seconds of Wildcats music released thus far. Or something close to that. Maybe my stats are slightly wrong, but near 114 hours. That's, that's rough, but it's going to be worth it. I promise you that. Uh, sit down for those five days and, oh man, don't get me started. You know, we're not there yet. But Wildcats' longtime goal is to get up to 127 hours, just in case any of you ever find yourself in a terrible, terrible situation and need something to keep you sane. 
there's nothing I can imagine that would keep you more sane than listening to Wildcats for 127 hours in a row. No interruptions. From the beginning to now. And with that, listeners, I gotta say, it's been great talking to you. It's been great being with you. I don't get a lot of time to spend with you guys just by myself. So I just want you to know how lucky I feel to get to, get to speak to you. Mano a mano. Voice to ears. It's cool. But like all good things, this one's got to come to an end, my friend. Uh, so let's blow out the candles say hello to a brand new year oh well peace buddies <laughs>